Hey guys, it's Dan Waldschmidt, and this is the Edgy Conversations Podcast. So if you arrived here and are looking for all things edgy, then hey, grab a seat, get a beer, a cup of coffee, bottle of water, jug of lemonade, I don't care, wet your whistle, because we are about ready to break it down, put some foot to ass, and really, uh, yeah, we're going to do it. As you know, radical help for people who want it. I am your host, Dan Waldschmidt. I used to say fearless leader, but when you're up at three o'clock in the morning worrying about stuff, uh, I don't know that you can say fearless anymore. By, by the way, anyone else do that? Like I have this time in, in the morning, like in between 2.17 and 3.42, where I, I just, I, I have the weirdest thoughts in the world. And it's where I, I'm thinking about what if I go bankrupt? <laughs> Uh, I've had that thought since I'm like 15 years old. When I had my first baby girl, and I only have one, I have two boys and a, and, a, and, a, and a baby girl, I remember I would wake up in the middle of the night sweating, having these thoughts that I was, I was running over her with the car. Can, can you imagine that? Uh, I just was, I mean, I, and I'd wake up in a panic having thought I had run over her. And of course, um, no such thing has happened yet. Thank you, Jesus. But I wouldn't say fearless anymore. But perhaps insightful, right? Because those early morning thinking periods where you're checking your email and looking through Feedly at the latest news of the day, it forces you to be a little introspective and illuminates some areas of your life where you may not be up to par. I don't know, maybe maybe not for the rest of you. Maybe you have it all figured out. Maybe I'm the only one who sits back and goes, man, there's like a few things, more than a few things, where I could just be better at. One of those things is, is what I call this the area of expertise. One of the skill strategies for selling that I feel is overlooked is this idea about being an expert. There's this idea in sales and selling that you need to be consultative and ask, ask people what they want and then be extremely brilliant in delivering them what they want. Ask people what they want them to deliver exactly what they say they want. And the, the age-old problem is, is what? What? You tell me. What's the problem with giving people what they want? Well, if you have kids, <laughs> you know the answer to that question. Is that what kids say they want isn't always what they want. All right? I want sugar. No, what you really want, what you really need is a nap, right? I want to go to their house. No, what you need is some discipline. You know, I want to stomp my feet in the aisle because I want these, you know, cheese puffs. No, what you need is uh, the fear of God, right? And my foot in your behind. Um, somewhat joking on that last one. Somewhat not joking on that last one. In reality, though, the problem with consultative selling that I've never had somebody adequately explain to me is that I fundamentally believe people don't know what they want. Now, do some consumers know what they want? Absolutely. These are the people who have researched, Googled, joined the forums, paid for the extra memberships, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, they don't just know what they want. They know the color, they know the shape, they know the size, dimensions, technical specifications, every minute detail, they know it. They know it. They could teach you what your product does, what your service does, how you could be better, how you could use it better. But the majority of people just aren't that proficient at what you sell, much less self-aware enough to know why they want what they want and why perhaps what they say they want isn't actually what they need deep down in their soul. 
we give people too much credit. We think that because they're the ones with the checkbook, that they know what they should be asking us for. By the way, if you don't have your pen and paper out today, we're, we're breaking down some business strategy right now that I'd be charging somebody several hundred thousand dollars for right now. So if you don't have your pen and paper, this is one of those podcasts where you just want to grab a sheet of paper and start doodling. So I'm about ready to give you some multi-million dollar advice right here. Perhaps advice you didn't even ask for, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Because if you can't make money, I'm sorry, your life isn't going to be awesome because you have to make money in order to be awesome. So I'm giving you some tips and tricks here on how to make money. And it's not by giving people what they want, it's giving them what they need. Now you're going to offend some people by telling them what they need. Have some class, okay? If someone's asking you for chocolate cake and they're a little bit chubby, don't look back at them and say, you don't need chocolate cake. What you may do is slice them a piece of the cake that's a little smaller than they would have cut for themselves, right? It's about tact and strategy. This is not a black and white, one-size-fits-all sort of plan that you can garishly bully through anybody who comes into your way. It's It's about this principle, people not knowing. Today, I spent a day going round and round and round. You know what we're hiring for? We're hiring for a Facebook expert to help us with our advertising and to help us with our strategy, content strategy. I am failing miserably on Facebook. And if you're friends with me on Facebook, uh, you would probably agree because our edgy conversations page has just very little engagement. And that's not for lack of trying. I mean, we're posting there five or six times a day, but we're just not, we, we don't have the formula done right. We don't, we don't. And it troubles me because I've always been about community. I've always been about people. I've always been about the personal need, the personal touch. And we're failing miserably, miserably. And so I told our team, let's go hire some consultants. Well, I've talked to today three or four people. And yesterday I had another two or three people I talked to. And the reality is a lot of them assume that I have lots of money to spend with them. That's their first mistake. And by the way, don't tell them, but I probably, if I wish to, I could spend lots of money with them. The second assumption they make is that I know what I want and then I just am going to ask them to execute the plan that I already know I want. Oh my God, people, this has to be one of the most frustrating things in the world. I am basically telling them, I do not know what I want and I'm hoping you can help share that strategy with me you'd be surprised at the number of people who are still saying, so if you could send me what you want me to do, I'll then go and do it. Here's how I view that. If I knew what I wanted, I would just have somebody on my team, my chief of staff, Matt, uh, someone that works for him, automatically do it. I wouldn't need to hire you. See, in this age of easy access to answers, it requires you being an expert, an expert, to get noticed. I'm traveling to Indianapolis here in a few weeks to speak for a very, very large company. And I'm bringing my chief of staff with me. And we had one hotel room booked and we forgot to book the second hotel room. And it's at the, um, what's the hotel? Oh, the, the, the West End in Indianapolis, which is a, a fairly nice hotel. And I didn't know that the number to the, to, to the hotel. And so, uh, it used to be you would Google that sort of thing, right? If you didn't know what the uh, phone number to a hotel was, you would Google it. I didn't even Google it. I just, I have a 
Chrome Pixel XL, I just hit the little button in the bottom of my of my phone, much like those of you who have iPhone have Siri, except I think the Apple version's a, or the uh, Google version's a little bit better since Google basically runs the earth. And I, I hit the button and I said, what's the number for, telephone number for the West End Indianapolis? Poof! The number pops up on my screen. Would you like to call it? So I don't need, I didn't need a salesperson. I didn't need a marketing plan. I didn't need a Facebook advertisement to get me that information. All I needed was to hit a button and yell at my phone and it gave me back the answers. Now, if that had been the only thing I needed, then away I would have gone. But it wasn't all I needed. You know what I needed? I, I then needed to speak with someone and say, hey, I am part of a large block of rooms. Here's the five-digit code, one, two, three, four, five. And could I please have that discount rating? Could you book me a room? And the wonderful person on the other end of the phone said, I'd be delighted to help you. Uh, what's your credit card? And walked me through that information. See, she, she had something that I needed expertise. She was an expert. And you may say, Dan, she was answering a phone, booking a hotel room. Was she? Was she? See, you might look your nose down on someone like that, but she did something I couldn't do for myself. Oh, and perhaps there's the answer. She did something I couldn't do for myself. See, in sales and doing business, you're not selling a product. You're not selling a service. You're doing for somebody else what they can't do for themselves or what they choose not to do for themselves. I have somebody mow my lawn, a professional landscaping team. They charge me $200 a month. For some of you, $200 a month seems like an outrageous amount of money. For others of you, I actually think $200 is pretty cheap to have somebody, you know, cut all your bushes and make sure your mulch is straight and mow your lawn and, and you know, futz around with the bushes, whatever they're doing, all this stuff. I just know it looks tight and trimmed up when I come home on the weekends. 200 bucks a month, that's it. It's a small price to pay. See, they're providing me a service for something I don't want to do myself. Yes, I do have a lawnmower, by the way. Yes, I do have the, what do you call it, the, the weed whacker. Or the, the, I have the bush trimmers. I have all the tools. I could do it myself. In fact, my son's 13. He needs to start doing that stuff. But it's one of those things where I'd rather spend time with my kids enjoying a football game or having fun rather than I would uh, yelling at them to go mow the lawn. At least that's the stage we're in at life right now. And so your service, your solution, your product isn't the thing they're buying. It's the pain that helps them alleviate. Never forget that. People might only pay $200 for your lawn being mowed for a month, roughly $50 a week. But they might pay $2,000 to have their house managed. Why? Because of the pain and the level, the degree, the intensity with which you're helping them. We often discredit ourselves. The first thing we want to do when, we're, when we get nervous with the client is what? Discount our price. Drop our price. Drop our pants, right? Why? Well, we, we need to get something. We need to get something. In truth, what I learned today big part of what you can do, that something, is being an expert. And I'm not telling you to lie to me, but have some goddamn confidence. Seriously. Don't ask me what I want. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. If you're going, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm in my head, I'm going, I'm an idiot. 
I don't know what I want. I mean, I think I know what I want. I mean, I Googled it. I searched it. I read a white paper. But I don't really know the words that I that are coming out of my mouth. I just know I'm repeating these words that are seemingly important. And hopefully that person should know what those words mean. And the reality is that's your consumer, that's your potential buyer, that's your prospect every day of the week. You think because he's throwing words that have meanings to them that that guy knows everything he's talking about, and he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. He's looking for you to be an expert. This is the thought I had. I mean, this is literally what I'm thinking about at 3 o'clock in the morning, is that where are areas where I can be more of an expert? I find that in a lot of ways— it's hard for me to take a compliment. Someone will say, you know, hey, dude, you really saved my business, saved my life. And I'm like, eh, we all did it. In reality, I should just say thank you. Appreciate the, appreciate the, the recognition. Thank you for the kind words. I'm an expert at what I do. I solve some of the most complex problems in the world. Hands down, I'm an expert. And so are you. But at what? At what are you an expert? Maybe you're an expert at making excuses. Maybe you're an expert at pointing the finger. Maybe you're the expert at procrastinating. Or maybe you're an expert at closing deals, aligning teams, bringing together inspiring moments, building momentum, building motivation, building teams, building memories. Maybe that's you. And so just remember, it's your expertise for which people pay. It's your expertise that brings people together. It's your expertise that builds powerful, powerful moments. So the next time you're thinking about, I'm going to sell this, or I'm going to make this money by doing this thing, you're, you're wasting your time. It's expertise people are paying for. Because in today's society, I can hit a button on my phone, and it will automatically tell me everything I need to know that's factual. That's factual. The capitals of cities, the population of a certain area, the square footage of an arena, the cost of a hot dog in Yankee Stadium. I can get all that at a push of, of a button. What I need is the expertise to guide me to where I should be. Don't forget that because it's going to allow you to charge more, be more profitable, and drive more revenue to whatever you're trying to sell. As always, guys, this is the Edgy Conversations Podcast. If you don't like us, I'm going to ask you a favor. Please don't do anything. But if you do like us, if you like where we're headed, if you like the, the content, I want you to go to iTunes and just hit one of those little bubbly stars. And listen, listen, out of a million stars in the galaxy, I'm only asking for five. If you can part with five, you and I can be best friends. And while I'm making jokes, I, I am serious. It'd be great to have you uh, share us star us like us and send us your comments and feedback we want to show that powerful unscripted genuine raw and radical help for people who want it and help us do that um i've got your back i hope you've got mine thank you for having mine um as always my challenge to you is this please don't do nothing